Welcome back to Your Best Year Starts Here, and last week we got a bit emotional. Well, the problem is that often people just think us motivational speakers are happy, clappy, and everything's rosy, and no shit ever occurs, and sometimes shit does occur, and you have to deal with it. So we'll go back to being a little bit more happy, clappy this week, because I think we need it, just to change the energy, because otherwise if last week's the first episode that people hear, we'll have have a few people who've actually probably topping themselves at this point. But I will tell you all, that acknowledgement, recognition, sharing with people total truth is the way forward. And if you want a process in <coughs> how to tell the total truth and you email me, I will send you a total truth exercise that is absolutely unbelievable. Because very often when you're upset and annoyed with someone, the reason you're annoyed and upset with someone isn't for the main reason. There are things that go behind it. So when someone does something bad to me... I'm upset that that's how they made me feel. I'm disappointed that that's how they think they can treat me. I really want them to understand. And only after I've gone through the whole process can I forgive them. And if, you've, if you're if you a parent and you've got young children, and you'll, you'll have noticed this, Neil, I'm sure, in your past lives, that you watch two children fighting with each other, and one hits the other, and you say, well, tell them you're sorry. And the little kid goes, sorry. And they're not sorry at all. Yep. But you've, you've told them to go to that place of sorry without them understanding what happened. I mean, when I was a young kid, my brother had a very, had a very, very special country and western tape. And it was his favourite music tape. And systematically, and I don't remember doing it, but I've been told this story many times, that I unwound the tape and then I <laughs> put it behind a cupboard... And Andrew had looked for it for months and months and months. And eventually, it miraculously appeared somewhere. And I went, I've got no idea what's happened. Well, it was pretty obvious it was me. And I'm sure my mother or my father must have said to say to Andrew, say you're sorry. Well, I would have done it in that tone because I couldn't be asked. But for Andrew, it was a lack of respect of his goods that this really meant something to him. And whilst he probably said, okay, at least you've apologised, he was probably still angry, resentful, and all the rest. And so if you truly want to forgive somebody, and everyone will say to you, you know, forgive and forget, it's very hard sometimes to forgive and forget if you haven't gone through the process. So if you would like to learn the process and you email either Neil or myself at nigel at nigelrisen.com or neil at... Uh, neilmartin.co. Okay, there you go. We will send you some information to help you go through the process. If you've been on our January course, we'll probably have done something towards it. And if you're listening to it just before the January course, you're probably going to go through it. But it's about recognising that in order to forgive people so that you can move on, because forgiveness, and if we haven't said this before, is not about them, it's about you. Totally, totally. So if you want to forgive somebody so you can move on, you get your own power back. Too often, we don't want to forgive them because it means they were right. Well, I forgive everybody who did a wrongdoing to me in 2019 because I don't see the point of holding on to it. Yep. But too many people want to hold on to negative stuff so it makes them feel good. 
I, look, I've had two brain aneurysms. I can't remember what the last week's episode was about. Thankfully, you told me it was something emotional. I mean, seriously, I can't remember that far back. And I've got other stuff to deal with. So why would I want to hold on to something that doesn't work for me? Yeah, no, totally. It's it's interesting, right? For me, we said in the in the last episode about um, if you want to level up, you've got to level in, right? And that whole if you want to level up, you've got to level in. I think of it very much as a how well can you get to know yourself? And so a great place to start on that is almost to take like a stock take or an inventory of yourself. So look back on your life up to today. Like, who's hurt you? Who have you hurt? Like all of those situations that you still carry around, okay? And they might be things that happened 10 minutes ago. They might be things that happened 20 years ago. But if they still play on your mind and affect you emotionally, they're still with you, right? Go back and write down something about all of them, everything you can think of, how it makes you feel, why you feel that way, what you think your part was in that situation. I'm so glad you just said that because that's the key part about forgiveness, that you took and there was some responsibility you had in it. Totally, totally. And the more you understand that stuff, the more you understand who you are, the more you can process it and move on from it. Now, part of that process might be actually reaching out to people, you know, because if if there's people involved in that who are still in your life right now, maybe there's a hard conversation you need to have, right? And that might be a conversation where you're explaining your perspective on something that happened 20 years ago that they've completely forgotten about, but it's still affecting you, so you you need to deal with it. It might be that it's not appropriate to have that conversation. It's the worst thing you could do, but you just need to write the thing down and get it out of you. Which is the total truth letter. Right. And, you know, but whichever way you deal with these things, it's like until you process it, it's still affecting you. And the most important thing I've found in my own life has been dealing with who I am and accepting myself completely. Well, the only the, the advantage of that is you could deal with your own emotions See, you're sitting about six feet from me and you can't change my emotions. You can't make me do anything nope. without me wanting to do it. But you want me to forgive you. You want me to do something. You can't make me. Nope. But what you could do is go back to the Cookie Thief poem we did a couple of episodes ago. You can change your perspective, your attitude on the situation. Totally. So yeah, when we look at the way life is and we want to have more fun in our lives... Ask yourself, what's holding me back from having my best year? And what stuff are you holding on to that doesn't work for you? Yep. So, you know, when I leave my house, I often complain about certain roads of traffic. Well, you know what I could do? I could not go down those roads. You just go a different way, yeah. But what I like to do is I like to get annoyed with the government about the potholes, and I like to get annoyed that I can't believe we've got (laughs) stupid driving. Because there's a six-foot-six barrier at the top of the road. And I kind of get annoyed that it takes cars quite a bit of time to go through it. I have a choice not to go through that way or find another route. But I quite like having a fight. And and sometimes it's my own road rage. And I quite like getting a bit mad because it, it, it's a release of energy. But if it works for you, do it. Yep. But if it doesn't work for you and you're going to be pissed off for the rest of the day, please don't do it. But don't blame the rest of the world. I, I promise you the government's not listening to me as I'm driving my car. It's, it's funny, right? You're saying about roads like that. Where I, I grew up in Southampton, and there's a there's a lot of bridges in Southampton that go over the river. And there's a little bridge called Wood Mill Bridge, okay? And Wood Mill Bridge, there's kind of an unwritten rule with locals that says, like, two cars 
can kind of pull into it's it's a weird setup you almost like go halfway over the bridge and then you can pull in a little bit there's like two cars go over and then they wait for two cars to come the other way that's kind of like the unwritten local rule okay but if you're not local you don't know that and the number of people you see shaking fists and things if like car number three or car number four tries to go past because like how dare they how do they not know how this works but you only know if it works if you've grown up there and you've lived there and you've seen it. And at one point they put traffic lights in to try and control this thing and it really didn't work. So I took them back out and went back to this almost like, um, I don't know, it's like a give and take kind of system, right? But I've, I've driven there with people in the car that aren't from there and like, how does this work? Like, wh- why is there no traffic lights? Because it doesn't make sense unless you already know the rules. And that's the point with a lot of this. It's like, if you understand the rules of engagement, you can play the game much better. But if you don't understand the rules of engagement, you'll make all kinds of assumptions. You'll take all kinds of things personally. And the key point is this. Your rules and mine are not the same. So we're all playing a game of life, but we've all got our own set of rules. But there's something even worse than that. We're not only playing a different game, we're bringing different emotions into the game. Exactly. So if on a really good day, I don't mind how long it takes me to get down Hendon Lane. I mean, I live literally a minute from it. And on a good day, I mean, happy. And then what's really interesting, I always see a house that I've never seen before. And I've lived in this house for 30 years. I'm thinking, I'm sure I've never seen a house. And when I'm really angry, I can't believe how many cars are on this road. Yep. So everything is a choice. And I've made a decision and a choice to drive slower, partly because I had too many points on my licence. That's a separate <laughs> issue. But I've decided to drive slower and get there... So leave three minutes earlier and get there two minutes earlier instead of being a little... Is that another hint? Well, I thought you <laughs> might get it, but um, I wasn't... Because I was only that. about two minutes late this time. Uh, as it happens, it was five, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I wasn't going to mention it in 2020 because I thought I'd let that go for 2019. <laughs> but since you brought it up, <laughs> and there's the point. And there's one of the problems about forgiveness, that very often we think we've dealt with it and then something occurs... And what you've got to ask yourself is, does it add value to my life to bring it up? So it didn't add value to my life that you're always late. So I thought I'd let it go for 2020. But since you brought it up, I'll, I'll say it does piss me off. <laughs> Another thing to start thinking about is, are you, as you've started your goal setting for 2020, does it feel right? Because the goals that you created at the end of 2019, if you remember the focus method... Is it feeling right and is there any room for manoeuvring? Is that the right word? It's close enough. Okay. So I'm now going to go against something that I said because I said the S of focus stood stood for stick with it. But if generally it doesn't feel right, allow yourself a 5% shift to think, what else could I do and should I be asking other people? Because, you know, we've been doing the podcast that we're now into our second year. If people aren't liking what we're doing, you've got to tell us. Otherwise, we're going to keep producing the same stuff every week because we think it's great and we enjoy doing it. And the tea and coffee is getting better and the biscuits are getting better and Alfie's asleep. He's obviously bored already, but we're enjoying what we're doing. If you don't tell people and you don't ask for feedback, feed forward, nothing changes and everything changes because nothing stays the same. Yep, it's true. And um, that was the buzzer. Was it? It was. was a good time. So, yeah, it wasn't a bad time. But that does wrap up this episode. And um, you know what normally happens at the end of episodes, right? Remind me. Well, normally you ask or I ask if people give us a five-star review. 
And we're nearly up to 70 now. I think we should aim for 100. Oh, I think, yeah. I think the more the merrier, right? If, you listen, if you've listened to this for the whole of last year and you haven't left us a five-star review Why yet, not? Exactly. And if there is a good reason why not, then my question is either A, why are you still listening? Or B, why haven't you told us? So either tell us why we're not worthy of a five-star review or give us one. Your best year starts right here. And I'll tell you what, also tell us... Do you like the 12-minute rule that we go to, or would you like us to go to 7 minutes or 15 minutes? We're going to continue with 12 minutes, because that's about as much attention I can give it. But if you think you want us to go to 15, we'll have a go in a month or two. Just don't say you want 47 minutes. (laughs) See you next week.